to a fresh baked episode of step three everybody's favorite podcast about life professionalism business careery stressy anxiety ridden stuff basically a poorly written how-to guide on surviving the modern era and what may potentially be the final curtain call for the human race I'm your host, Ian Wilson, creative director at Build Create Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We make websites. And I'm a little bit late on this episode and the previous episode and probably the episode before that. I've been kind of crazy busy in a, in a good way, but still like a lot, a lot of, you know, loose ends and tight ends and every, really not a lot of ends actually, mostly a lot of like awkward middles. But at any rate... This is going to be a little shorter one, I think, I'm hoping. I'm going to try and, you know, I'm kind of going rogue off the script here because I just wanted to just discuss uh, what's been going through my head after watching the movie Whiplash, starring J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. Uh, it won, like, a bunch of awards in 2014. You know, I'm, like, a little bit behind on, you know, movies and stuff for the most part, but... I, I was able to watch it a couple of weeks ago, and <laughs> I was just so <clears throat> overcome with emotion when it when the, when the, when it, when it turns black and the credits run. I just like wept, like I just had so much pent up emotion, like so tense. And I'm a, I, I love music, and I'm not a very good musician, but I do love to play. And, you know, watching the drumming and everything was just such a visceral experience. I love watching just really good drummers and just just the way that they have such a command over the internal mathematics of of time signature. It just it just touches me deep inside. So then that combined with the whole, you know, message of the film being what's the price of greatness and success and, and things like that. It just like, oh, it was just so pent up and it just like spilled out. It wasn't even like a a puppy dying or something it was just straight up the end of the movie and I was so just like in a tight little ball of stress from watching it that I just like broke down and uh, uh and that was a great I've never really had that experience I mean I've like cried at plenty of movies before obviously like any Pixar movie anytime I watch it but this was different this was like some like I don't know it just it hit me right in the right in the in the ticker so anyway what and if you haven't seen the movie, don't worry. I'm not gonna really spoil anything. I'm just gonna talk about some of the themes in the movie and what I took away from it. And I hope that this will, if you've seen the movie already, maybe give you an inspiration to watch it again or think about maybe some things you didn't take away from it the first time. Or if you haven't seen it, you know I hope you'll watch it because I think that it's an important uh, it's an important study for you know entrepreneurs and, and and anyone who really aspires to you know go beyond the average and do something great so basically this kid is at a music conservatory I can't remember which one but basically think like Juilliard that's a name most people have heard crazy intense these are like the most crazy talented musicians on the planet and 
you know, J.K. Simmons is this instructor that finds this kid practicing in a practice room and gets him in his little studio team, um, his jazz orchestra, jazz band deal. And the kid's like a, a really good drummer. And But J.K. Simmons, you know, starts off being really encouraging, but then, you know, eventually just, just, just I mean, not eventually, like almost immediately, just digs the, just sinks his teeth into him, you know, just... Why can't you do anything right? That's not my rhythm. That's not my time signature. That's not the beat I laid down. What the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like, and for me, that took me back to my first job designing websites when it was like, my boss would just walk up behind me and be like, you know, what are you doing? That's wrong. Why are you doing it this way? Instead of like giving me any kind of encouragement or guidance or positive reinforcement, it was just, just pummeling and hoping that I would figure it out. And so it really reminded me of that. And and the whole film really, you know, it challenged me to think, to really think about what the cost of greatness is. And I've, you know, and, and since, you know, that job, I've, 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 I've changed my thinking to, I didn't become good at what I do because of being, you know, put in the pressure cooker like that, but rather in spite of it, because you can, you know that'll that'll that can work it can work to to be nasty to people and push them if they're the right kind of personality then yeah sure we'll dig in and do it but i think you can pull more goodness out of more people by not being a dick so the movie goes on and consistently time and again uh miles teller the main character uh, well, that's that's the actor's name. I can't remember the main character guy's name, but anyway, Miles Teller, the guy who plays him, just consistently rises to the challenge. He will not let, even though he knows, you know, he knows that he's good and he's good enough. He still cannot be content with that internal knowledge. He has to find some way to earn the approval and acceptance of this teacher. And ultimately winds up, you know, physically injuring himself and eventually, um, you know, kind of leaving the program a bit. And, uh, okay, this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to spoil certain things, just stop. Because I I guess I am kind of going to spoil the ending here. So if you don't want to have the ending basically spoiled, just stop. Um, And... So he, but he actually winds up getting the guy fired and meets up with him uh, later in a bar where the guys, where J.K. Simmons is performing and they talk and he's like, you know, I think that the two most damaging words in the English language are good job. Like what if, you know, and his example is Charlie Parker and he's like, you know, what if when he was in this session and this dude threw a symbol at him, what if instead he just said good job is good enough? Well, Charlie Parker would have then never gone home and practiced for a year and given us one of the most amazing solos in in history. And and then, you know, towards the end in the, in the end of the film in the climax, you kind of have the same thing happening with the main character drumming. And and even when the film ends, you know, and they finally kind of see each other eye to eye, you know, there, there are two things that struck me. One is that they're kind of challenging you to say, is this sort of destructive method of teaching 
you know, is it does it really burn away the people that aren't good enough and turn those who are into diamonds? Is it really effective? And at the same time, when the the main character drummer kid really begins to ascend to the level of greatness that he um, you know can truly achieve, he doesn't he does it by in a way just being like, no, I'm gonna do this and just does it instead of looking for looking to J.K. Simmons to give him permission to be great. He sort of just does it himself. And so it was an interesting duality of was it really J.K. Simmons pushing him that hard that made him kind of achieve that state of greatness? Or was it him finally deciding that, no, greatness isn't earning the respect of this guy. Greatness is about earning the respect of myself and challenging myself to be better. And that was kind of what I took away from it was that and it, what I took away from it wasn't the conclusion it was more questions it really you know it shook me to the core because I had spent a lot of time deprogramming myself and saying no it wasn't because of the harsh conditions that I worked and it was in spite of them and then the this movie which was a very well told very powerful story and you throw like music as a central theme and it's like gonna hit me right in the soul and and almost what the movie almost seemed like it was saying was like, no, it's this, this pressure cooker is what makes greatness is never letting anyone feel like they're good enough. <laughs> never. Let me just say that again. Making sure no one feels like they're good enough is the only way to achieve greatness. And I just, I, I can't, I just can't get behind that because I believe in happiness and satisfaction and smiles and joy i'm you know i guess I, I you know i'm kind of an angry cynical bitchy person but you know behind that facade is someone who just wants to be happy just wants everyone to get along and so i just can't get behind that fully and that kind of disturbed me because i also feel like i'm someone that never accepts anything as good enough and is always trying to push ahead to something better but at the same time, I also know that sometimes being great means cutting your losses and starting anew. Or, you know, in the case of in work, you you just there's there's the diminishing return. You keep putting time into something. At a certain point, you have to say, look, the good enough is great. And so this whole thing, it just it just shook, it shook my core. And I think that everybody has to, in some sense, to determine for themselves how they feel greatness comes to be. And while I can appreciate that millions of years of pressure, <laughs> unmitigated intensity and pressure and this burning flame that never lets up is one way to reach the pinnacle or you, like the, one of the other people in the movie, you kill yourself. Um, but is that a kind of greatness that I want for myself? or for my kids or for anyone I know not not really you know there's I feel like in some ways that that greatness is at the at the expense of joy but at the same time when he was able to you know kind of look within and be like well fuck you JK Simmons I'm just gonna fucking do this and you're either along for the ride or you're not but I'm in charge of this that was the counterpoint that 
I think kind of meets me in the middle that says unmitigated pressure can create greatness, but first you have to give yourself permission to be great. And then you can apply the pressure yourself in a way that maybe is less damaging to your, to your sense of self-worth. So those are my thoughts. And I'm still kind of mulling it over my head and I got to watch it again. But I strongly advise everyone to check out the movie and just sit with it and think about your own life and ambitions and what those things mean to you and, and where, those, where that line and that middle ground comes in your own life and in your own thinking. And just sort of play with the Rubik's Cube of your own mind a little bit, you know, when it's, when it's over with and... And see if that gives you some insight into past experiences or emotions or current situations and all that good stuff. So, farewell. That is it for today. I really hope everyone enjoys it. I really hope everyone enjoyed the episode. As always, you can go to buildcreate.com slash step three to get to our iTunes page and leave reviews and ratings and all that good stuff. Thank you again for listening, and I will talk to you next time.